It's time for episode number 22 of Precipe Your Luck. This week, we talk about the coconut miso salmon curry we made last week. And then we play another exciting game of Precipe Your Luck. I'm Ian, and here's Kate. Hi, everyone. This is an excellent week to talk about core beliefs. Core beliefs are basic beliefs about our se- beliefs about ourselves, others, and the world around us. We filter our lived experiences through these core beliefs, and they affect how we understand and interpret the world around us. Core beliefs are deeply held, but they're not always correct. For instance, I've worked with some kiddos who believe that they are dumb and incapable of doing well in school. So they don't try, and then they don't do well in school, which just strengthens their core belief, even though we don't know if that core belief is right or not because it's never been put to any sort of test. Of course, on the flip side, maybe there's someone who thinks they're the smartest, greatest, best at everything, and that would prevent in that person's self-reflection and personal growth. I was trying to think of a really good example for someone like that, but I just can't think of anyone. Can you, Ian? (laughs) Maybe someone who's in the news every day? Yeah. I don't know. It's a thinker. It really is. It's a thinker. So I bring up core beliefs because Ian and I both had some core beliefs about some key ingredients of this meal. (laughs) Ian came in, Ian firmly believed that he does not like the taste of coconut or anything related to coconut, which has always kind of worked out for me because then I don't have to share any Samoas. Um, Yeah. Otherwise, it really hasn't affected me that much. Or him, I don't think. I don't think you have to (laughs) bend over backward to avoid coconut. And I believed that I do not enjoy salmon. There's no cookies based on salmon, Ian. So. That really hasn't benefited you whatsoever. Yeah. Had we not cha- had we not taken on this recipe this week and challenged the belief, then we would not have been able to actually give this meal a real try. If we had gone in going, this meal's going to suck because it has coconut or because it has salmon, we wouldn't actually know whether or not we liked this meal. So Ian and I challenged our core beliefs by sharing the positive reviews, by making an earnest effort to make this meal, by buying quality ingredients. That salmon was so pretty to look at, wasn't it? Didn't you think that was a pretty looking salmon? Oh yeah, that's true. Salmon is always a beautiful salmon. Is so pretty. So I know I approached this meal with an open mind, and honestly, I was trying to prove myself wrong because salmon is. It's common in lots of recipes we see, and I'd like to be able to enjoy it. Ian, did you come at this approach, this meal with an open mind? I did. I, I know. Re- I really tried to. I really think you did, too, even though, you know, we were working with ingredients we didn't know, which adds to some insecurity, but we still did it with as open mind as humanly possible, I think. So, Ian, let's, let's remind the audience what we made last week. All right, it was the coconut miso salmon curry. Quick poaching the salmon turns it light and flaky and lovely in, sorry, light and flaky and lovely in coconut milk brightened with ginger, lime, basil, and cilantro. Because the dish will get more fishy as it sits, make sure to add the salmon only when the rice is cooked and you're nearly ready to sit down to dinner. So where did we buy the ingredients? We bought all the main ingredients at Central Market. 
How did we deviate from the recipe? We left off the cilantro because it's cilantro. Right. And the store was out of white miso, so we got brown, which according to reviews, according to the reviews, that was an okay substitute. I also bought an extra lime thinking we might want a more familiar flavor to add into the meal. Okay. And about how long did it take? About 30 minutes. It did cook up really quickly. And how was the cleanup? It was pretty fast. It was definitely acceptable for a weeknight meal. All right. And so the results. I did not care for this meal. No, me neither. (laughs) I did eat most of the salmon out of my portion. I still did not like it. I don't find salmon to be flaky and tasty. I find it to be... I don't like the texture or the taste or the smell. (laughs) But otherwise... (laughs) Otherwise, I like looking at it when it's raw because it looks so pretty. That's true. Yeah, and and for me, it was the Coke. I, I, I took one bite and... I didn't really care for it, but I was like, okay, I, I'm, I got through it, and I was, I really was going to eat some more, and then, I don't know what I must have gotten a just happened to catch a bite that had, uh, more of the coconut milk in the broth or something because that second bite all I tasted was coconut, and I just I couldn't at that point. You thought there were bites of the broth that had more coconut than other? Do you want me to explain fluid dynamics to you? Yeah, but you saw how lumpy it was when it came out of the can. I mean, it. Yeah, but it wasn't I mean, we lumpy were... when it was heated. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the point. I is... tasted a lot of coconut, and then I was done. See, and I didn't really get much coconut flavor, so I don't know if I didn't take as adventurous a bite as you, or, or maybe I'm just that sensitive. You're that to it. sensitive to it. Now, I did like. We bought the microwavable rice that you could just pop a bag in the microwave and your rice was done in three minutes, which, because I mean, cooking rice takes a while yep. and adds another dish. So I, I did like that rice, and I liked yeah. the texture of the salmon in the dish because unlike the previous week, the salmon didn't, it, was, it didn't even get completely wilted. It just kind of got warmed through. So I did like the texture of the spinach. Yes, I agree. The spinach yeah. wasn't cooked so long that it got yeah. gross. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I thought with the amount of ginger in there, it'd be a little more gingery, but I didn't really pick up on a lot of strong ginger flavors because I used how much they said to you. Yeah, I was about, again, maybe maybe just I'm, maybe my palate is just that sensitive to the coconut, but I didn't really, yeah, I did not get a strong taste of ginger at all. Mm-hmm. Or garlic. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have told you that I noticed any garlic in there at all. Agreed. So again, the reviews for this recipe were really favorable. And if you like coconut and salmon and garlic and ginger and lime and cilantro, then go ahead and give this meal a shot because it did come together really quick, especially with the microwaved rice. But it's it's not for me. You, Ian? No, agreed. Okay. So I'm still proud, super proud that we tried this meal. Yes. Because I think you and I were both like, well, that's a nice episode to end this on forever. And I'm also grateful that our privilege allows us to try new foods, that we are not so financially strained that, or that we're not financially strained to the point that we need to make every food dollar count. Yes. And 
we know I, that not everyone is so lucky, and so we've made a donation to the North Texas Food Bank in honor of our less than yummy meal. I think that's a nice touch. I do too. So for every yucky meal the New York Times sends us, we will donate money to the North Texas Food Bank. All right, are we ready to move on to the to the next week's set of recipes? Technically, last Fridays we got a little behind because we do yeah. this when we want, guys. Yeah, we're yeah we're not great on the regular schedule thing. We're not. We're sorry. Okay, and so for if you happen to be listening for the first time, this is a uh, <laughs> weird time to start. It's a pressure luck game. Uh, we're going to read a list of five recipes for Monday through Friday. You must pick one and only one. Once you pass on one, it's gone forever. If you make it to Friday, you're stuck with Friday. And as we've learned, <laughs> that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah, you better pick better this week, Ian. <laughs> All right, are we ready? We're ready. Monday. Cheesy baked pasta with sausage and ricotta. The fresh mozzarella in this recipe is a deliberate choice. It doesn't ooze. It melts. With fresh ricotta, it makes creamy pockets in this surprisingly quick casserole that will remind you of the layers of lasagna. Hmm. It looks pretty yummy in the picture. Almost sounds like almost kind of something halfway in between a lasagna and like a baked ziti. Kind of. Hmm. It's pretty. It looks yummy. It looks like something we would enjoy. It does sound good. All right, I'm in. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm not ready. The adventurous to... <laughs> spirit is dead. Log live safe Mondays. Okay, so we should see what we missed out on. Okay, Tuesday. Gingery fried rice with bok choy, mushrooms, and basil. The New York Times should really know how to use commas better. <laughs> The old gray lady. There's she not ain't a single comma in that in that title. Maybe they don't put commas in titles. Okay, anyway, yeah, so I think we made a better choice and there are peas in there too. There are more peas than anything. How come that doesn't make the list? Because <laughs> they ran out of commas. <laughs> they didn't use any commas, Oxford or otherwise. Ugh. The picture looks nice, although I suppose that's kind of their job to make all the food look good. That's probably true. Okay. And for those of you still playing, Wednesday. Roasted halibut and potatoes with rosemary. Actually looks pretty tasty. It's no, that doesn't sound A little sound bit generic. Bad. Yeah. Okay. Oh, am I supposed okay. to be reading the descriptions? Oh, let's go back to the gingery fried rice with bok choy, mushrooms, and basil. Even though it looks like it's bok choy mushrooms, which I don't think are a thing. I love rice and always cook more than could possibly get eaten in one night. Result, there is always leftover rice of various vintages around. And combining them on a sheet pan to dry out for fried rice brings me weekly satisfaction. This is vegan, but like all fried rice recipes, it's super flexible. You might add eggs, tofu, and more or different vegetables. For the halibut, for the roasted halibut and potatoes with rosemary, halibut is the meatiest fish I know, and pairing it with potatoes and rosemary is a really elegant way to emphasize that. You could serve this at a dinner party and call yourself a minimalist, or just serve it with boiled and buttered string beans on a Tuesday night and make yourself happy. Okay. 
Is halibut the meatiest fish? I'm trying to think. If I... I don't know. I don't know what, what what's a meaty fish. I don't know. Hmm. It doesn't look like beef. <laughs> yeah. The meatiest fish is a cow that's been dropped in the ocean. <laughs> oh no! I don't want the cow to drown. Oh, somehow okay. it's somehow that's brutal. But sending it to the abattoir and factory farming. <laughs> okay, my it, it makes no sense. Okay, let's just move on. Poor little cows. Thursday. Now I'm sad about the cows. Sorry. Creamy white beans with herb oil. One of the... This does not look as appetizing as some of their other pictures. One of the virtues of reading the recipe all the way through before cooking is that you can sometimes make it go faster. Here the beans get started on the stove before you make the herb oil, since that doesn't need any cooking at all, just <laughs> just whizzing. <laughs> oh, we're five. <laughs> Who's working the editing desk over there? Is I, I don't know. The honey. interns? Is, is it really Maybe. that bad? We, Come on, New York pr- Times. The print print is dying. We're sustaining three papers as it is. That's true. While subscribing to three papers. I don't think us alone are sustaining it. (laughs) No, probably not. Okay. And for any of you left, Friday. Sheet pan, goju shang, chicken, and roasted vegetables. There's a lot of wisdom in the notes on our recipes, especially about the choices we make along the way. If I could tell my younger self to go ahead and peel the squash... Then I would have said, Brian, peel that squash. What? Also, Brian, if your supermarket has fresh squash already peeled and cubed, buy that instead. If you use it up quickly, it's as good as fresh. What doesn't really tell us much about the main I can't instrument tell of, this, of this meal, which is the chicken. So... Is he talking to himself or is he using, his, using that name like a male version I of Karen? I think he's talking to himself. Except it was edited by, the email was edited by someone named Julia, but maybe whoever wrote the description's name is Brian. I don't know. This is a mystery. Let me click on the link. <laughs> no, that doesn't help at all. Because the recipe is by Yawande Komolafe. Okay. But that gojujang is, is that Korean fermented chili paste which we've yes. used in other things yes, we tried but i ones. think i'm starting to think all the, the best recipes are monday i was about to say i, I have no uh no uh, regrets at all about taking monday now. no regrets no regrets yes i think this meal looks yummy i think we'll probably have it on friday and we will report back on the results okay Thanks for listening to Precipe Your Luck. Visit our website at www.precipeyourluck.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And if you played along tonight, let us know what you picked. And if you want to get a recipe put in the randomizer for a potential future episode, you can email it to us at precipeyourluck at gmail.com. For Kate, I'm Ian, and we'll be back next week. Bye! Oh, pardon me, Ian. I can't. You're not a rich, white-collar guy criminal. (laughs) Happy eating, everyone.